It's the Yard Sign. Uh, I'm Johnny Torres. Welcome. I uh, uh, hope you're having a great Monday. Uh, judging by the beverages, not only behind the scenes, but in front of us, uh, it's been a little bit of a rough Monday. But thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and follow us on all of our social media platforms. As always, lots to talk about today and a full table. Uh, next to me. So uh, before we get into today's topics, let's go ahead and introduce our guest for today. And uh, I believe this is your first time on the show. It's my first time on the yard side. Oh my God. Despite what an honor. <laughs> what an honor. <laughs> We've known each other for so long and it's, it's taken way too long for you to get you on the show. But uh, this is my buddy Travis Horn uh, of Bullhorn Communications coming to you live from the Bullhorn Bunker. Uh, and uh, again, you've been very generous in allowing us to uh, use your space here and all your knickknacks and glad to do it uh, even some of your adult beverages uh, and we couldn't be more grateful <laughs> we may have to start doing a, a, a you know we do was it drunk like, history like that's drunk right history. drunk history drunk, drunk politics, politics. <laughs> now that's only for people who don't want to run for office again so if you want to run for office again correct, correct. Joe you probably yeah I might have to sit down I don't want to run for office so <laughs> neither do I <laughs> uh, and then of course familiar face here center chair uh, Joe Wicker what's up buddy <laughs> he's, trying to, he's trying to get me to wear a, a tanker's helmet. And I'm I actually going to go on eBay and buy a tanker's a, helmet for him. I don't want to have a Dukakis moment. I think I should be oh immune to that because that I means. was a tanker man. Sure. That does, I should be immune to that. But does anybody look good but in a tanker's I helmet? I, I, it's... Not, it's, it's tough, man. It's and wasn't he also like in a suit, I think, when he when he did it? Or? No, he was in full Nomex. They oh, put him okay, in a, Yeah, they put him in a tanker's. They put him in I think he'd look great in a tanker's helmet. I'm buying one. I'm going on eBay tonight. But isn't tonight. that incredible? Somebody who had the political career that he did, and that's the only thing anybody and remembers about him. Just because he looks stupid. That's it. Just he was he looks stupid. stupid. The campaign died that yeah. moment. Yeah, and he yeah. was out there having such a good time. Oh, yeah. Okay, Willie Horton had a little bit to do with that, okay? But but he didn't look so great in a tanker's yeah. You look way better because exactly. you are a tanker. Yeah. And over there on the far end of the table, um, so that way uh, I don't choke him out, is an evil David Cabrera. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> Who apparently has so come upset. across some propaganda that he's like to uh, promote today. Yes. The year of the rat. <laughs> like reading rainbow. Over I here. know. It's when uh, the, just, the history of Bill Clinton selling out the U.S. to Chinese dollars. It's, always, Fun. it's, it's an old book I found over there in the stack, right? <laughs> Thank you, Travis, for blowing all of that out of the way. <laughs> so, Anibal's going to start bringing book suggestions, all I guess. All money's uh, not good money. Yeah, no, keep an eye out for Anibal's book club. He can do it, I was going to say, he can do a reading club. That's right, yeah. That would be freaking amazing. I'm not going to do it, though. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and, uh, and bring up today's topics. Uh, and again, plenty to talk about. We're actually going to kick things off with, uh, I guess, the topic of every show for the next uh, few years, which is uh, President Biden. <laughs> um, and uh, he had his first co press conference after about 61 days, 60, no, 60 almost something days. 64 days. And it's the first time in 100 years that a president has not given a press conference before the Since time the of Biden. Since the beginning of press conferences. Since the beginning of press conferences. Right. Hmm. No, um, we had a we had a we had press conferences back then. Okay. I don't, yeah, I don't know how they TV. called them like not yeah. On TV though, right? Not at, not. At, I don't know. They really called them that. Yeah. I mean, that'd be interesting to find out who kind of did the like, first official press conference. Yeah, yeah. Um, no. it was probably yeah, was Kennedy Hoover, or somebody. Hector, Hector, I'm gonna need yeah. you to get on top of this. Probably JFK. Can you pull out the, yeah. the topics no, for me again one more JFK time. JFK was much after. I want to hmm? say FDR, maybe. No, 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 no. You mean no. televised, televised, oh, televised news, news conference? I'm it's not like what yeah. we're doing a press conference. No, it no. would have definitely been Ike or 
or Truman or Tina. Something. It I mean, just would have been a bunch of print reporters in there asking questions, getting answers, and then putting in the paper the next day. Possibly JFK. Uh, All right. So our second, we got like a, again, we've got uh, five topics on the bill for today. Vaccine for all. That's right. Uh, you know, as uh, we continue to move closer towards herd immunity, uh, we're also inching uh, closer towards a vaccinated community. Uh, of course, uh, that continuing to cause all kinds of problems because uh, I don't know. Apparently, the vaccine is racist or something. But you know, minorities again. Why? Why would they have an aversion to uh, to a vaccine provided well, why by the government? Trust what the government <laughs> <says>. <laughs> Never. These I got my second no shot on Friday. All right. Yeah. Well, but you again, get yours. You're not getting yours. You oh, know, so you're, you've caved to the I, man. I have my card. It's I, the U.S. I, government I allowing my cards. them to put a chip <laughs> into your blood system. Yeah. Hey, the yeah, army. The government. army put way worse. <laughs> Into my into my system well, already. Joe said, I don't know. Joe, Joe said that before. Are you holding out? Well, I got eight vaccines in one sitting. Four, oh really? Four in each arm. When was I it? when I went on active duty, yeah. Four oh. in each arm. I thought I thought this one. I thought this when you got married. And two vials of blood at the same time. Like there's bam bam. Let's just get it all done. Yeah. Swabbed your cheek. Yeah. Pulled blood. And then and then um, which cheeks? And then remember remember the uh, well you guys wouldn't remember but you might have saw the news stories when. Um, the army made people after 9/11 do the anthrax vaccinations, and then all and it was like you know people were nervous about it. I think there was some there was some hesitancy, and I think there were actually some court cases too. And you know they pushed back and were like, no, you're getting it. If you don't get it, you're going to get kicked out of the military, right? And then like a few years later, they were like, oh yeah, my bad. Actually, you don't have to do. We're not going to do those after all. Yeah. And, so, and you didn't have to have it. At, they say at, they're voluntary now. Yeah, and now it's like, oh, they, they weren't voluntary then. Yeah, no, it wasn't voluntary. No, uh -huh. it was you get it or you're kicked out. So fun fact, uh, Hector figured it out. Woodrow Wilson is the first the one that did a press conference in 1913. Oh wow, wow. interesting. Hmm. And then they all had to like scramble to the phone booths, you know, to yeah. call it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably from the from the press, uh, the White House press corps. Woodrow Wilson. Yeah. So, all right, uh, back to the topics. Um, uh, let's see. So we that wasn't uh, televised. That was that was on film. That had to be on film. There was, was, yeah, there, there no, was no, no television, obviously. No, but last I mean, it was with the uh, news okay. reporters. With the get, we got to get this right. You know, we, we have to get this right, yeah. Johnny. We are doing our best. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to fact check everything is being. Thanks for our online fact checkers. <laughs> yeah, well, following a uh, a shootout in a mass shooting over in Colorado, uh, of course, uh, the liberals, both in the White House and in legislatures all across the country, took the opportunity to uh, start pushing for. Uh, more gun legislation, despite the fact that Colorado already has some of the strictest gun laws in the country, but hey, who's counting, right? Uh, so we'll talk about gun control. Anibal Zadik, we're going to give Anibal a little room to talk about a certain, uh, you know, Middle East situation that uh, I guess has somewhat cleared up. Oh, I would love to talk about Middle East politics, but yes, we will be talking that's about something East, I mean, that's happening in the Middle East right. that has nothing to do with the Middle East. <laughs> that's right. Um, and uh, and then we're going to wrap it up uh, by bringing it home here to Florida and a big win uh, looking like for the Florida legislature uh, and the governor as they pass an anti-riot bill. Uh, and of course, uh, Democrats try as they might try to really represent this bill as something it wasn't. Uh, I don't think the people really fell for it. Not a lot of pushback. Uh, other than from the usual suspects. And so we'll pick apart the anti-riot bill, which is going to be one of the major bills coming out of this legislative session. All right, so back to the top. Um, Biden's press conference. I mean, 
again, it just uh, proves that the guy is, is struggling uh, cognitively, uh, that uh, he's having trouble putting together full sentences. Uh, I mean, is, is, is that really what they were? I'm guessing that's what they were afraid of. I mean, it's a national security threat. Well, and the fact that is he had cheat cards, right? He had cards yeah. with him that... With you know, pictures. Right. With numbered, circled... Right, which they won't explain, this right? This is who they you're won't... calling on first. This is yeah. who you're calling on second. I, I mean, I, I know when, when people capture an image of a politician having notes of, like, the city they're in, the first thing people start doing is calling that out because it seems absurd. But the, the truth is, is that politicians on a national level... They are bouncing around, flying from one town to the next. It's right. not unheard of to like, it's kind of lose track of the day and where you might be. So I, I don't fault them for that. But in campaign you know, mode, in campaign right. mode, right? In campaign mode, because you're hitting like six cities in a day. Like I, I get that. Where, where are we? Where are we right sure. now? Sure, you know? right. I'll well, you're talking to thousands you know, of people a day. Yeah, you're in the back of a bus having meetings on the phone, and they stop, and it's okay. Get out and meet the crowd. And you're like, I can understand a politician be like, okay, what city are we in? <laughs> right, you know? right, right. Okay, we're in Akron, Ohio. Okay, got it. You know. Yeah. But um, but for Biden, the, the, for the president to stand up there and 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 kind of you know have to have a scheduled. Okay, you're going to call on this person, then call on this person, regardless of what his uh, comments might have been. You know, Trump didn't have to do that. Trump would just shoot from the hip, whatever, and uh, which is a talent. I mean, that's that's been a talent of his for a long time, and you know, it's one of the things that I think helped him get into office. The fact that you know he rarely had any kind of prepared statement. When he did, you could tell, right? You could tell it was like written for tell. him. Yeah. Those were the and best it was, speeches. <laughs> I mean, he would always have the, notes. He would have notes, big yeah. black sharpie notes. Yeah, but you know, no, nobody had to really brief him on what town yeah. he was in. Come yeah. on. Biden, I mean, you're worried. He's gaff prone. He, yeah. he, you know, he's yeah. going to make that mistake. He's just right. going to make that mistake because he doesn't know what town he's in. He doesn't know if it's Jello pudding day does, or if it's you know bring, if it's does. vanilla or chocolate day at the I, home. But we've I seen, would love to see the schedule of his uh, his week and figuring out if it is like okay Tuesday they get pudding. And I'm pretty Wednesday sure nap time. <laughs> nap time is on there. Jello. So, so, okay. Jello. So the question then, though, with Trump, it it wouldn't have mattered who he called on and whether he planned to call on people or not. Trump, you know, wasn't going to get questions given to him in advance to be prepared. Right. right. We know that. I mean, yeah. he's not going to do that. My question is, the fact that Biden was told, or they had a plan as to who to call on by, by photo so that right. he would recognize the person, I guess my question is, does that mean that he was given the questions ahead of time and that he was able to sit down and prepare for it you know, like you would prepare for a yeah. debate almost ahead and of course. That's the, and that's the bigger question. Of course. Who is the individual, no question. Who is the individual that's actually writing his points? Is it the president coming up with these conversations no. in his head? No. Or is it that's an aide? Yeah. That's a rhetorical it's, question, yeah, it's right? It's a communication. So it's, in the past, you would be very confident to know, okay, this is, this is Obama's position. This is Trump's position. This is Clinton's position. When it came to Joe Biden, I didn't believe any of the positions that he was coming after was actually a position that he agreed with. It was very much a blow when it came to all that and as soon as he was done with the verbiage on the cue card he just stopped talking which means yeah. that there was no active thought happening in the president's well, it's, head it's one thing to be prepared and it's yes it's it's, it's one thing to plan for a debate and kind of think to yourself okay what might be asked and how do i need to handle that but you're just doing a press conference 
You shouldn't have to have the ant the questions given to you ahead of time. It's it, they're going to ask you about what's going on yeah. in your administration. They're going to ask you about what's going on in the world. Why do you need to prepare for that? Look, Joe, they don't call him low energy Biden for nothing. Okay, <laughs> I mean, low energy is Joe. Low, is, low energy Joe is running on low energy. There's no energy. Yeah. Well, and the other thing too, when you talk about um, just the overall state of health, right? Uh, I mean, people are saying that he's obviously doesn't have like a very full schedule. Um, and, and the thing is, is too, is what I think, you know, people are going to say to us, those of us who are questioning, again, his, his, his health, um, that we're being ridiculous, right? But this yeah. isn't the first time that the media has covered for I mean, a president who's saying, who's who is ill. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, again, the left are, are trying very to... very far left. You know, Only this very strident well, Biden fine, right? <laughs> they're trying to Nobody make who's got a brain is saying that there's nothing No, to but they're trying there, to cover. Yeah. They're, they are trying to cover oh, yeah. for his health. And I mean, and again, if we look, historically, the media has covered, especially for Democrat presidents who have been under uh, serious health conditions. Um, you know, they did it for JFK. They did it for FDR, um, and uh, and 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 so it wouldn't surprise me in the least that the media is going to curry favor, as we know now, NBC. You know, strategically, you know, you know, formatted their narrative to support Biden through the primary. Well, this I, I think you hold on. I think you kind of unintentionally bring up a really an important point here. In modern history and contemporary history, they haven't. Sure. Okay. Right. But they are now. Right. This is this is uh, let's well, face it. Had yeah. to. They right. They haven't had to. Right. I mean, they really need to step up and 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 no, I look. I get it. They don't like. They didn't like Trump. Right. You didn't yeah. like Trump. Okay. He was a one-term president. You got rid of him at least for now until <laughs> you know, in case my my coffee cup comes true. Um, but they're they're covering for him. I mean, they're, yeah. they're, it's pretty pretty clear. So and they have yeah. to step up and 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 about the story and you can only carry water for the president for so long before the country starts to really push yeah. back on the press i mean already you've seen uh, ratings fall off the cliff when it comes to cnn even fox news and some of the other um, sites that are losing hundreds of thousands of, of viewers because no one believes what's going on anymore the 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 approval rating for the network channels have completely dropped and you're seeing that now that people just don't trust because the questions that were asked oh because you are the most uh, beloved person in politics is that the reason why migrant workers are coming to the border <laughs> that, really, was that was a crazy a crazy do you, you want to run again in four years is kamala gonna be the next person is gonna be your vp yeah, pick yeah. i mean these were just yeah. stupid and then no questions about covid which was the most troubling. Wow. No questions about COVID, right. no questions about the, co the economy, which, which is surprising. Well, and you would think, I mean, given the fact that, you know, it's, everything so far has gone as planned, you know, that they would try to have some sort of victory lap about it. Yeah. Um, you know, but, you know, to not even, you know, pound their chests about the vaccines or about the numbers or about... because they know they didn't. They don't have any... They didn't do anything. No, they didn't. The I mean, vaccines. Fauci admitted that he's basically... He was basically carrying on the same plan yeah. that yeah. they'd been working with yeah. from the former administration. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You know. My vaccine that got pumped in my arm on Friday wasn't, wasn't produced by if, anyone if in the Biden happened, administration. If this would have happened under Biden or any other Democrat, the media would be pushing out there every single day that the administration got a vaccine from you know from A to Z in under 18 months, really yeah. under 12 months, I guess. Right. Really. Yeah. I mean, under they 12. they would have been promoting that and just talking about how it was the most the greatest thing since going to the moon, right? 
-hmm. and they would have been promoting that on the daily and now and you don't hear anything about it sure and and biden them can't really talk about it either because everybody knows under 12 months happened under i mean that Mm -hmm. that event the warp speed initiative will probably be looked at when history you know we get further down the road and people aren't as emotional about it i think people will look back and say you know wow that was amazing sure And, and part of that i give credit to president trump for being the businessman that he is because business people look at problems completely different than the politi- right, than politicians. Right. And he looked at it like, what st- he, he just talked to the manufacturers. What would it take for you to be able to do this? And why does it take 12 years to get a drug approved? And they just told him the truth. Well, because we can't spend the money to make things if we don't know it's going to work. Right. And what does Trump do? He says, so you're telling me that if we guarantee that we'll just cover the cost, you're good? And they're like, yeah, we'll make millions and millions of doses if sure. if we're not going to lose money. It's about eighty. And I hope 80%, it works though. Eighty percent of the time, <laughs> so yeah. I do have some soreness at the injection but, but site. I, mean, I must but, say. <laughs> but, that's the issue. but the issue with the with the issue with why it costs so much money is because they have to do the different phase trials, and uh, manufacturers aren't going to produce a hundred million doses of something until they know for sure that it works, right? Right. So that's why it takes so long. And Trump basically just said, forget all that. We'll cover the cost, just make it, and, and it worked. And so they were like, cool. So they were able to produce while they were still validating the data. Yeah. And when the data came back good, you know, 95% or better, they're like, all right, we're ready to roll. And so the vaccine was already out. Oh, yeah. So and unintentionally, a credit for that. we kind of rolled right into, you know, our second topic, which was vaccine for all. Uh, and again, you know, even I'm here in the state pig. of Florida. Am I the only one at the table who's gotten the vaccine? Uh, I, think I think so. so yeah. 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 Are you okay. the only so. American <laughs> on this table that decided to give into government? Hey, man, vaccines, government they saved a lot of lives. Where's they saved paper? a lot of lives. Where's your paper? I, I bought some papers. I stuck them in my passport. I should have brought them with me tonight. I'm sorry. Sorry. Oh, so you're also <laughs> supporting the the passport vaccine? Or the no, vaccine I'm just passport. figuring it would be convenient to I stick it in there. That's I love very the travel. Un-American. <laughs> so, like uh, I said, I do. Have, I mean, I'm experiencing some soreness at the injection site. I have no other symptoms. I did take some Nyquil on Friday night just to make sure. We can't go one minute. show without referencing <laughs> the producers on this TV show. I will so, say this: so Hector's Hector's is on fire right now. He's making comments that uh, Hector's saying that Tim Dillon said that B- the Biden administration is like America coming to off of a drug binge called Donald Trump is now characterizing the Democratic form like that. He's also saying that this is our the Democrats' equivalent to Gerald Ford. I, I'm not mm-hmm. that versed in Gerald. Remember, Ford's Gerald Ford had a slip. He, he had a slip in. Front. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. A couple, I and, think. And, and well, then Saturday Night Live like made fun of right. him for. Didn't Chevy Chase play Gerald Ford? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, they, and they spent like we, months. Just I've always had this constantly tripping. And we we definitely were not alive. <laughs> so, no, I've had this that. theory that any hey, Chevy Chase was on SNL. Any oh, politician God. that falls, I've had this theory for I'm many years. 40. Any politician that falls has a serious fall like that, never is never reelected. Can you think of any? Really? There was really? a, there was the congressman from New York. What was is that one of those weird any, any, political? Look, can, maybe your Facebook maybe your Facebook followers can can help us sort this out. But then Clinton. Any, oh well, any, no, he never fell. He oh, never right. fell down on camera. No, I'm thinking of Hillary. Remember that um, one when she fell down? She didn't get elected. Yeah. She, 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 like, felt, she like was wearing a secret leg brace or something. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't actually her. I think, I think George Senior her. fell. I think George Senior fell at one point. So. Huh. Um, there was the he congressman from from New York. Right, that oh, that's, that's bad. bad. That's that probably bad. like a double whammy. You throw up on yeah, camera, like you're not going anywhere. Something. Right. No, if anyone can find a politician who had a serious fall on camera, yeah. hmm. 
I'm sure Hector's on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get on that, Hector. Yeah. So, um, Trump had a slip. He didn't have a fall. He never fell. I mean, and it's I'll, a fall I'll, down. I'll, I'll yeah. tell you, though, those, Biden was those, a fall those down. metal ramps like that he was on at the right. academy, if you've ever been on one of those metal ramps, they're actually kind of slippery. Yeah, well, being especially an apologist. Who's an apologist for Biden over here? <laughs> no, not for Biden. That was Trump that, that had the slip on the right. Ramp. This yeah. coming from the man that got the injection in his arm. <laughs> so, well, now DeSantis, of course, announced that anybody 40 uh, and up is going to be eligible as of this week uh, to, so to we get can't the vaccine. Get it yet. So well, I can. Oh, yeah, Thank you, you for the reminder. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but it's well, uh, a testimony to how many locations we have, because now you've got like hundreds of CVS, hundreds of Walgreens. Sure. I got, got it the VA. The you don't want to get sites. it. You got the VA. You got the pop-up sites. You've got. Well, I'm, well and, and to that note, I mean, it was there was that presser. I'm, I'm not going to get a vaccine if all of my clients who are seniors no. and if all my employees who work with them haven't gotten. Yeah, look, I just, I, I mean, again, personally, I don't see the need uh, for me to get it, you know, and, uh, and I, I, I'm, I had coronavirus over the, the summer, you know what I mean? And oh, had, you did? I, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, and then I had minimal, I had pretty minimal uh, symptoms, yeah. uh, but uh, again, at this point, I don't know, I just don't see, when you look at the, the, the again, the math or the science, you know, at, at the rate of the mortality rate, at the infection rate, so it's just why. So now I have I mean, to go to my medical history here. Uh, you know, I've, I've actually had chronic bronchitis. I've had pneumonia a couple times. So you're high risk. Uh, I've got some yeah. some some places in my lungs that the VA, you know, oh, periodically okay. I do some uh, CAT scans, oh, keep okay. track of. So okay. um, you know, I'm putting it out there. I, I've, ha I've kind of been in a little bit of a risk group. So. You know, they, they te well, they texted, they te <laughs> burning, burning poo probably yeah. <laughs> in the Middle East. I burned a little a poo poo in the Middle East, and that's kind of a risk factor. <laughs> but uh, in the military, for Uncle Sam, you got to do something with number two. Again, but, another but, real topic in the Middle East that we will not be talking about yeah, for those, today. For those that don't know, that's what happens. But literally, the VA, they, they, yeah. they, they called, put, they actually texted, they texted and said, hey, we've got, you know, we've got it. Available. Yeah. We got vaccine available. Do you want right. it? I said, sure. So was that right. was that because they just had extra, or was that come make an appointment? Like you're, no, it you're was up. like I mean, you're, literally. You're, you're and I up. went in there, and there were people a lot younger than me. That's oh, okay. a lot okay. younger than me. Yeah, because I've even heard and, of some instances where people like would call either a Publix or or a pharmacy before they closed and said, hey, do you guys have any, you know, no-shows, basically, yeah. um, for the vaccine? And if they did, then it didn't Ooh, matter if you met out, the yeah. criteria or not, they'd let you have it because yeah. the vaccine expired. That's for the one, but that's for the ones that had to be kept cold, right? Sure. So, Pfizer, the so they, they had to actually, so when I went to, to get my shot, they had to actually, they were empty, and we had to wait on them to bring it from the pharmacy, like, fresh. And my nurse hadn't, she hadn't had a shot yet. I was really a little surprised, because she, she, honestly, she kind of admitted to me that she was, doing her own little study of how oh. <laughs> she, she said, I'm kind of watching how this is going. And, I, sure. and I'm leaning towards the Pfizer vaccine that you got. But uh, yeah, she gave me, gave me my second That's shot. And she she I, hasn't had it yet. I, I saw on a, a page that I follow with a bunch of clinicians where they said they're ha the problem they're having with um, people getting the vaccine is with their employees. I think there was this one hospital that they only had like 37% acceptance rate or something. I'm like, 
at a hospital. Yeah, but these are also people oh. that deal with this on That's a day odd. in and day like, out. Why are they? Maybe so, they all got COVID or something. No, they, I, I wouldn't. Well, I mean, maybe they already, yeah. most, maybe I mean, many of them got it. Honestly, so I, just, I know a lot of medical know? professions that are not going to get the virus, not going to get the vaccine until well into this why. year. Yeah. And that's their, their personal decision. If they don't feel comfortable with it and they want to see other ones come out with a higher effective rate, then I, I'm okay with that. The wife and I are not going to get the shot until well into probably this year. That's if we're even going to get the shot. We haven't made that decision yet. But right. I, like, I like how the, the, the governor is, is placing it, that anyone that wants a shot can get a shot, but it's not going to be mandatory. I think that's a phenomenal way of really dealing with this because, again, as more people get comfortable, more people will take it. And oh, if yeah. Floridians are willing to do it, then let them do it. I just I don't see exactly. why. This isn't going to be a mandatory. Yeah, that, that was well, never no, really, if, the, if it's a travel situation where you have to be able to have the vaccine to get into an airport or or it could make it more convenient. Mars I don't think the they're National Guard still active all over. No, keep on reading down. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, the thing is, too, is again going back to uh, you know one of the issues that I hinted at earlier is is that you have uh, again of these minority communities that are significantly uh, are are at a much lower adoption rate of the vaccine, you know, than your general population. Uh, because again, they have an aversion. You know, there there's all kinds of reasons for it, right? Um, you know, but but what irks me is when Democrats try to make it a race issue, as they do everything, um, mm. because uh, again, there there are plenty of st stations. You know, as you said, there are plenty of locations. There's plenty of places where they can go to get the vaccine. They're not being turned away. And and the simple fact is is that there needs to be, and and it's starting to turn. You know, like there was a. Magic Johnson and a couple other, you know, like I think basketball players or something, yeah. you know, did like public service announcements. Yeah. Bay News Nine here locally did a huge thing on mm -hmm. it this this past week um, in trying to again provide some some information and and a little bit of of uh, I don't know comfort maybe you know well, or, or confidence. To, they're trying to score political points in every way they can, and so like with DeSantis. Because Florida's doing well, right? So yeah. where can they find something negative to, to, to pick right. at, right? They tried to say that an event, a vaccination event that he held, I think down in Sarasota County. Lakewood yeah. Ranch area, okay. yeah. Mm -hmm. Tried to say that he was providing the vaccine for his wealthy donors sure. or something like that. And I think in one of the press conferences, he's like, listen, they requested, uh, they asked if, if, there could, if the Department of Health would set up a, a pop-up site or whatever, and yeah. they did it, and we're going to do it in here, we're going to do it there, and we're going to do it, and if you want it, ask for it. Well, and, and it just so happened that this like, community, it would be like Sun City Center, you yeah, know, yeah. here together, in Hillsborough so, County, yeah. you know, and, so, and, and, and again, so they're pre it's predominantly a senior community, right, right, predominantly right. A, a wealthy or, or upper middle class uh, community. Uh, and and so of course you know they want to put everybody into a box, and and they tried to do that with that particular event. And now what made it worse, you know, was that there was some text conversations that were were caught in you know in sunshine laws, you know, between a county commissioner and somebody else, you know, saying that oh this is going to be great for the governor's reelection, you know. But again, that's just Which general is probably talk. Probably just one of those. That's yeah, just, I mean, it's one know, of those things yeah. you say. And yeah, then we say stuff like that all the time. Yeah, Correct. Yeah, you know, I thought you were going to say something a lot worse. But the, but the beauty of this is how the governor is handling these press conferences. Oh yeah, he's not backing he's down. Back. He's as he's aggressive as ever right. before, and you want to see that with the leader. But he that, acts annoyed. Do I, he kind of acts like he's annoyed. With but wouldn't you be annoyed if they're calling you a racist? I would be annoyed. And so because of that, I think he's showing the right 
uh, demeanor when it comes to, no, you're only asking this because you want to try to get a got me question or you're trying to make me look bad when really what we're trying to do is try to get as many senior citizens vaccine, vaccinated as possible. I, I just think that he, he's, trying to, he's trying to do what Trump does with the media, which I'm not disagreeing that, you know, push back, but... I just don't know if it comes off as well. I, I don't know. I have, no, actually, I've I think seen it nothing negative. Yeah, I think it comes off better. I think it comes off so much better. Well, I mean, he's a he's an attorney. You know, oh, he's okay. an Ivy League attorney, and and the fact yeah. is, is that and he's usually smarter than everybody asking him questions. I mean, that's well, and, obvious. And right? he's going to come if he's going to push back. He's going to push back with facts. He's going to push back with with the reasons why. Right? Yeah. He, like he's not he's not simply just. Canceling them and saying, "Oh well, you, okay. what, you, you so know, your fake news you're saying, or your lying you're saying or his response is better because he doesn't then go on with like the personal." Yeah, it's uh, yeah. The, the right. It's not. It's not a personal attack. He's literally pushing back with facts. So whereas, when whereas the, Trump would say, "Oh, that's because you come from a failed network, right. a news network," or like he doesn't. <laughs> right. Well, you have <laughs> he this would one reporter. The network. Well, of course you said that. Look who you work for. Like exactly. Trump would just bash. But the, that's what the, you. Their, but that's what you want in someone that might be running in 2024. Someone that can fight just as aggressively as Trump, but have the tact to be able to do it without without getting the rest of the population upset because they made a comment about some woman's lips or things like that. He doesn't have the showmanship, obviously, Correct. that Trump has, you know, but I think it has encouraged him to push back maybe yeah. harder than most Republicans would have pushed back yeah, against yeah. the press previously. Yeah. I mean, there's that clip that went viral when the woman asked him, oh, is the reason that Publix got, you know, the contract to distribute yeah. the vaccine because that they're, they're a major donor to your campaign? And he goes, no, actually, CVS and Walgreens and, you know, they all got the contract before Publix ever did. Right. You know, and so that's what I'm talking about. He's, you know, he's getting a lot better at not only pushing back, but pushing back with the facts, you know, that are going to be able to cancel out those reporters who are just looking for a narrative to make him look bad. So right. uh, the comment section is actually asking, what local channel do you guys watch or think is a pro-DeSantis um, channel? So Hector thinks it's Fox 13 News. That's pro DeSantis. Do you think of any other anchors or TV shows okay. locally? Look, I know people think it's crazy, especially having a show like this. But I don't watch TV Not news. Local. I, I don't yeah. watch locally. Local, I don't watch, I don't watch national. I do. I, watch, I do. I'm going to recuse myself you know. on this one. <laughs> no, I just don't. And 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 even talk radio. I mean, which I used to love, and I came from radio. I I don't because uh, it, first of all, it's all commentary. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. all you know. Yeah. And so and and even on the news of the day, the well, stuff that we talk about here. Okay, I'll go and I'll read two or three different sources um, about that same event so that you can find some sort of middle ground, yeah. right? Because even if you're watching Fox News, then then go and watch it on MSNBC or go watch cool. it on CNN so you can find some of that middle ground and you're going to cool. get the facts because you're going to see where the connections are uh, in the way that both sides report it. We have to draw some distinctions here. So I, I work a lot, obviously, with local television and local right. radio. And, and there's some great, they're great local reporters on the television and radio side. So I don't, I don't know that we have to try to figure out whether they're pro DeSantis, I mean, or pro anyone else, pro the other side. Are I, they just fair? I, I mean, I, I feel like a lot of them are fair locally. I mean, right. at the national level, level obviously that, yeah. you know, that, that nexus changes a little bit. Um, but no, I, I work with a lot of those folks locally and on the radio side. I've, I've got some great friends in local radio doing some really great shows. And they do a lot of research and do a lot of prep. So... Well, but um, see, at least like Bain News Nine will have a, a Republican 
commentator and, and a Democrat. And Democrat. Yeah, they now, think the balance. Yeah, I mean, yeah. at least now it's an actual Republican commentator versus mm -hmm. a guy who just bashed Republicans constantly. For me, I like I like Prince. Who are you talking about? No, no comment. I'm enjoying the Miami. Um, I'm enjoying some of the outlets from Miami. I'm enjoying the Orlando Sentinel, even though I think it does lean left. When you see them talking about the governor, they have to give the governor praises. I, every single time, that's how it is. Yeah. Uh, the Tampa Bay Times, a hit or miss when it comes to their commentary, I cannot stand. I love the article, like the the catcher, the catching like verbiage that they put in the top of the link. And then you read through the comments, and they're like, "What are you talking about? This is so misleading." But I love the comment section. Yeah, but the Tampa Orlando Bay Times. Sentinel specifically, and I don't know the guy's name, but they have a guy who's specific. I'm pretty sure his job is just to Bash. hate on Republicans. Yeah, Maxwell. Every single. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I mean, I mean, they don't call I mean, the, the slant for nothing. You know, I mean, <laughs> you know, but um, all right, let's go ahead and move on to just kidding. Uh, to, to the next topic. Yeah. So we talked yeah, about Biden. We talked that, about Joe. the vaccine. Um, and so uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, touch on gun control. We have two veterans here, which, uh, you know, I know this is one of Joe's favorite topics. It's just annoying. Um, I just don't need my blood pressure going that high on a, on a Monday night. You know what I mean? And it's, well, again, this is, this is where you see a lot of, like, the, the interesting dynamics of our country. Because you'll have Democrats who are very pro-gun control. I'm sorry, they're very pro-Second Amendment. Second Amendment, right. Um, and, and, and yet they're also very much liberal. Mm. Um, and, and so, again, they're, they're going to take every opportunity, right? Uh, you know, you got Feinstein, who's trying to pass the assault weapons ban again. Um, and she doesn't, and even, she doesn't even know what room she's in. Hold on, though. What those pro-Second Amendment Democrats need to know is they're aiding and abetting the erosion right. yes. of our rights. And Joe Manchin, I mean, come on, West Virginia. I mean... Please, he's just, he's working right along with the left. He's gonna throw you over the side. They, they need to get rid of him. Yeah. They should have gotten rid of him last time. I mean, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of people in this country that, you know, they're reasonable people. They're not, they're not like anti, you know, people having guns for self, you know, because they understand the importance of it, but they're not like super into it maybe you know mm -hmm. there's a lot of people in this country i think that they believe that if there's a genuine measure that can be taken that some of these measures that people throw out like certain weapons or magazines or right. background check this that and the other i think there's a lot of people in this country that believe that well if that would solve something then that seems like it would be reasonable and and we'd be able to make that you know um that that sacrifice or you know that compromise right the problem is, is that what those what what those reasonable people in the middle of the issue don't don't understand is that all of that's basically already happening. So you take a state like Colorado, they'll say we need universal background. Colorado has that. Mm -hmm. Right. The guy that the crazy guy that just shot up the place, um, you know, he bought that weapon legally. Mm -hmm. He went through every process that Colorado has. He went through a background check and he passed it. Okay. He, um, the, they already have waiting periods. They already have limitations on types of weapons. They, they have all sorts of things going on in Colorado already, yeah. just like many other states have. Which, which, as that story began to unfold, it's funny how quickly it got quieter. You know, because he didn't fit the mold that they thought he, he was. What was his name? What's the, the, what's the shooter's name? I'm not going to. I'm not going to. 
Amir I don't destroy know. the name. Alicia's but no, the, the Amir, moment Amir, the name Amir, sounded Muhammad not Muhammad. like Smith, <laughs> then you knew, the, okay, I don't even want yeah. to go there with them. But the it, moment certainly that, did, it certainly yeah. didn't well, fit the angry white guy narrative. Yeah, okay, let's just say that. And again, you really well, get Somebody get posted, upset. I think it, it might have been you, Joe, on Facebook, which is, you know, basically the faces of, uh, of these uh, mass shootings, right across the yeah, country, yeah. you know, and I mean, it's it, it's it's as diverse as the city Correct. of Tampa, yeah, you know, yeah. and yet they're trying to make I mean, it out there, to be. There some... are some there. Well, there are some. Uh, there there is something to do when you look at mental health and who when you if you break down demographics of people and who becomes schizophrenic. Okay, there you can associate some of that with with white people, right? Mm -hmm. Those things usually take take place in their twenties and thirties. If you're going to become schizophrenic and go crazy, it usually happens like in that time period. Okay. And and certain there are certain demographics that appear to be more. afflicted by that more than others. But to your point, though, when you look at mass shootings as a whole, there's all sorts of people that go go nuts and do these things for for a few different reasons or whatever, whether it's suicide by cop or or you know just taking out a, ma a family because they're of a you know. A, domestic issues yeah. or stuff like this where they, you know, they, they want to... Look, I don't know that there's any data on race-based uh, mental health as far as that goes. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't believe... Well, uh, no, I mean, as far as white that, people have a more oh, propensity yeah. for well, that's, no-go. That's the genesis of Look, the stereotype. And that's, right. why, that's why what you see is people jumping online very quickly and mm -hmm. saying, oh, a guy just shot up the place? Watch. It's probably going to be some white dude, right? And that's yeah. what they assume. Yeah. And then when it doesn't turn out to be that... Um, you know, like anyone who's case. fooling themselves. Look, it's 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 a drive to take guns away from Americans. Okay, that's that's what the left wants, well, right? Let's just accept that. That is that's well, a premise. That, sure. Could someone yeah. really well, tell me that's not well, what they're after? See, here's here's I mean, the thing. I, I, I okay. I mentioned. I, I said what I did about the reasonable group of Americans that are not really on this issue one way or the they're other. They're not partisans. That, that, yeah, they're not super partisan, and they would be willing to do something if they thought it would matter, right? But here's what they, here's the truth of it though, the only way to get to a solution to to mass shootings, you you actually only have two options: either you're going to have more law-abiding citizens responsibly carrying weapons, okay, or and, and get rid of this this insanity of, of, of gun-free zones and signs that say no guns here, because all you're doing is making yourself a target. So you're either going to have that, or um, you're going to have a 100% total and complete ban. That's it. I mean, there's not a lot of mass shootings in North Korea that's not being a, that's not occurring except for the government. I right? wish that one right. person they have no weapons. I wish that one person the on the so, scene in Colorado had had a firearm yeah, and be and, able to. And, and, and well, and we've seen what's happened in the UK, where it's basically just evolved to whatever the next weapon is. Yes, you know, they have they have a crazy amount of, of knife. And I and I I actually attack. posted I posted some FBI data about there that more people are killed via knives, more people are killed via hands, fists. Oh yeah, more people are killed via handguns, overwhelming handguns, right? Why is that? Because you can conceal it, right. right? Rifles are a smaller subset of all weapons used. And on top of that, AR-15s are even smaller portion of that. But it doesn't matter, so what, the, it's, but it's it doesn't just, matter what the percentage is, is because what people are seeing is that the media overhypes what's happening and overblows the situation on hand. And they automatically go, well, we need to fix this somehow, some way. And every time they talk about getting rid of um, AR-15s, or 40, whatever they're called. I'm not a gun person. I completely believe in everyone having the right to I'm do, taking this to guy to the range. Did I tell you I'm taking <laughs> the range I've been to ranges before. Week. I don't have an issue with that at all. Vegas was 
was so much fun with a, gonna, a legit semi-automatic. We're either going to have guns. He's over here bagging on me for the vaccine, either, and i got to take him in the gun range. We're either going to have guns or we're not. And what the Democrats aren't telling you is that where they really want to go is to zero. Sure. That's yeah. really what I they wish want. they'd be honest. They're, they're never honest. They're never going to be honest. Because when you say common sense, we just need common sense. Gun. Okay, like yeah, That means take away everybody's like guns. Like background checks. Okay, well, they had that in Colorado. I love like it. Like what? Well, we want limitations on magazines. Okay, well, this dude had five magazines yeah. or whatever. So Nothing what difference happen. did that make? Sure. It doesn't matter. Yeah, well, even the bump stock thing got uh, and uh, the courts you know, that. I mean, that was by one circuit, so I expect that'll go up to the yeah. Supreme I mean, Court. It's so just, we, have a, we have a Supreme Court that They're will not being honest about well, it. Well, never count on our Supreme Court. Oh, <laughs> Seriously, John yeah, Roberts no, proved that with Obamacare, right? Yeah. Well, well, he's got to strike that John, down. No, what he, he did what, what he. Okay, I'm not going to. No, this. he's. Yeah, let's not go down. Total sellout. Also, I this, will. This oh. guy, this guy, when you looked at his Facebook, this this recent shooter in Colorado, when you looked at his Facebook, of course he was far left, hated Trump, anti-Trump immigration policies, things like that, and um, supposedly was was thinking about going to like a Trump event. You know, and mm. showing up. That'd right? be a wrong move. Um, oh, he gets shot in a heartbeat. And, 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 and chooses what? Chooses a location, some question that it had a kosher deli in it and all that. I don't, I don't know. I'm not right. going to get into that. But um, whether it's religiously motivated, we'll never know, right? Because sure. they're not going to pursue it. But, um, but instead, where do these things happen? They happen in places where they put signs up that say, hey, we have no weapons, you know? They happen in vulnerable locations. Right. And that's just because they know that they're not going to get put. Because they know yeah. that it's an easy target. Criminals yeah. don't look to get in. Typically, criminals are not looking to get into a gunfight. They're looking for the weakest target, whether they plan to rob you and take your money and they want to get away, or whether they plan to be suicide by cop. I mean, sure. either way it goes, they pick vulnerable targets. So the lesson is don't make yourself a vulnerable target. And if you are a vulnerable target, for whatever reason, don't put signs up saying that you are. Don't advertise right. yourself right. as such. Be smart, and uh, hopefully, you know you can lawfully possess a weapon and know it and know how to use it. Be trained on it. But we're never going to have this real conversation. We're never going to have this. We're never going to have this real conversation unless one Democrats actually tell you what their real end game is, Which and is two, zero guns. and two Democrat, uh, two Republicans and other patriots of the of the of, the, of America mm -hmm. actually step up and say, no, we cannot continue to attack the Second <laughs> Amendment because what you're telling us is lies. There's a reason why they're not going to. This is not going to be national news anymore because it doesn't fit the mold that they're looking for. They'll well, hey, wait until they well, find they it. Also throw out statistics showing that America's like this violent country. Here's the irony of that, though. When you pull out the cities, just cities, not even states, when you pull out just small cities that have massive gun regulation, tight gun restrictions, when you actually remove out like five or six of those cities, America plummets to like the you know safest country in the world. Right. You know, and yet we have something like. Yeah, you take out New York, million, Chicago, L.A., like you, you're in pretty safe. Guns, yeah, but you take out just a few cities, and you and America is the safest country in the whole world. Right. Yeah. And yet we have probably the most guns of any nation owned 
by private citizens. As sure. we should. But for those that those, Canada, are, those are the guns we know of. Is it Canada? <laughs> yeah. I thought Canada is like uh, close or they or no. more or they don't even have you know. And Joe, no. hey, Joe Biden wants us all to have shotguns. Oh yeah. They probably have a high per capita just because of the way people live out. Right. You know, yeah. Are there any yeah. guns in Quebec? Hey, but, Joe wants us all to have a shotgun. I thought you were supposed to go yeah, with your. Biden, I thought you were supposed to go with your. Joe Biden's advice was literally commit a felony. Just go out and shoot a couple blasts in the air and. Isn't that what you were supposed to do with your stimulus money? Accidentally shoot your wife. Meanwhile, gun owners. Okay, so so non-gun owners are out there. Yeah, just. Shoot him in the leg. Take Blast your stimmy him. check Blast and buy a shotgun. And, and meanwhile, gun owners are like, um, no, uh, <laughs> you don't just shoot your guns up in the air. What goes up must come down. Right. That's how you kill people. I'm going to need you to stop uh, with this yeah, logic we, conversation. Yeah. Gun owners are like, calm down. That's not what you do with a weapon. You know? Let's yeah. do a range night. Again, not the, the Middle East. I would love a range night. Yeah. They love shooting their guns up in the air. Oh, dude, they'll have 15 people die in a night. Don't let Iraq beat Iran in a hot in a right. soccer match. I mean, there's going to be like 40, like more people will die that night from <laughs> accidental right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. than any oh, yeah. conflict in the yeah. country. No, it's true. Uh, it's true. That's why I was laughing. I was in a dining facility in Iraq, um, just south of Baghdad, having a late dinner. I think we had just gotten off mission or whatever. Right. And there was a hockey game and a round came in through the roof. Oh, wow. Hit the ground next to a dude that was sitting at the next table over, it hit the ground and ricocheted and went up against the wall. And that dude didn't even miss a beat. He looked up and he was like, I guess I'll live another day. And he went back to eating. <laughs> and he went right back to eating. And the rest of us at the table that saw it, we were like, Bro, you almost got hit in the head. You know. <laughs> did you Did you sleep in your M1 that night? Did you go to sleep well, in your tank? Well, we had then, oh. but, oh. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we had humpies then. But what kind of tanker are you, man? <laughs> I'd go sleep but in the, the tank. But the the point is, is that you know, yeah, there a lot of people are unsafe with guns, right. and actually, gun lawful gun owning Americans are the safest population when it comes to uh, not only guns, but when it comes to. Uh, violent crime. They have the lowest rates of violent crime. Is right. Responsible gun owners. You guys don't understand. Biden is trying to do something and trying to win an award, and that is Gun Seller of the Year. Well, he and just as he continues yeah. to prop that up. Obama. And, that no, that's Obama. I know Obama right. got Biden the first might, award. He's Biden, might, Biden might be again. Honestly, I think if if the prices of ammunition came down, oh, I think gosh. it would just be gangbusters oh, in yeah. the gun industry. All day, every Because right now, all I hear from gun owners yeah. is the cost of it's ammunition. High. Yeah, it's right. I mean, it, apparently, it's really bad. It's start really reloading. High. We'll start it's reloading. Um, all right. So thank you again for watching the yard sign. Coming to you live from the Bullhorn Communications bunker. Uh, joining me today, Travis Horn of Bullhorn Communications, Joe Wicker, and Anibal David Cabrera. Again, lots to talk about. Uh, but being that we're on the Middle East topic, uh, we're going to throw it to our favorite segment. But before I do that, don't forget to subscribe to the audio version of our podcast over at the Tech Overlords at Google, Apple, Spotify, Audible, and Amazon. All right, a lot of people love the audio version of the show, and you can get it on. On all those platforms, uh, if you so wish to support our giant tech overlords, Hector said, uh, who Hector are said Biden might even get an A plus from the NRA. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he should. They should give him an award. So, all right, over to Enable's attic. It is to talk to us about a little ship that could. What's the deal with the attic? <laughs> or could? I don't, I don't What's get, the name of the ship? Inside joke about Enable's attic. I this is it. my time. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, okay. it's his head, the attic. Oh, the attic it's his, it. you okay. know. Thanks, Johnny, for that warm welcome. And thanks, Joe Wicker, for ruining my entrance. Oh, okay. <laughs>
So this week, I would love to be able to talk about Mil uh, Middle East peace process. I would love to talk about the 117 people that were killed in the streets of Burma. I would love to talk about China, UK, and the United States sanctioning the hell out of each other. And I would love to talk about North Korea shooting two ballistic missiles over Japan to remind the world that Kim Jong-un has a small penis. However, this week, we're going to talk about a small ship that couldn't. Because at the end of the day, last Tuesday around 1.30 in the morning, a ship the size of this Empire State Building, a ship larger than the Enterprise A from Star Trek, decided to parallel park itself in the Suez Canal. Now, Johnny, I wouldn't think this would be a big deal whatsoever, even though 12% of international global trade flows through the Suez Canal, 7% of all oil trade flows through the Suez Canal, and about 50 ships the size of the state of Rhode Island are floating through that canal any given time but decided again to take a break and just not do anything for about six days. That costs about 400 ships and about $10 billion a day to stop an economic flow throughout the globe. Now, I enjoyed watching morning shows gossip about this while they're drinking coffee, making it sound like nothing's happening around the world. After, after all, what else are we gonna talk about besides the fact that China is burning Nikes and uh, other clothing from H&M because we decided to sanction them because they don't like it when we talk about their concentration camps of the Uyghurs. But again, who cares about genocide? in this world of days. But again, at the end of the day, an excavator the size of a Tonka truck <laughs> next to that thing decided it couldn't even move it itself, nor could six uh, tugboats move anywhere onto it. But you know what moved it, Johnny? The moon, yes. The high tide yesterday to happen twice. God, thank God this happened at the end of the month and not the beginning of the month. High tide is the reason why the ship called Evergreen ever feel, ever given, I don't really care anymore, actually was able to lift and move into the direction that's supposed to move. Now, I don't know who's going to get blamed for this. This is the ship that was allegedly piloted by Egyptians, registered in Panama, owned by the Japanese, technically managed by the Germans, care, um, chartered by the Taiwanese and <laughs> captain, and crewed by the Indians. No, yes. And cargo <laughs> from China. But you know what? We'll see whatever happens. Wow. I can't wait for England to start suing the pants out of anyone and everyone that's been around this ship. And that's this week's Amanibal's Attic. I was, I was waiting for the moment it was going to get Wait, racist. What'd you say? You said no. I was just, you know. What did you say? Give me that again. What'd you say? You said, said no. No, yes. I said no. Yes. So the captain and crew are, from, are oh. of Indian descent. And that's where the no, yes came or as, from. Uh, or as uh, one of my favorite comedians used to say, uh, Lisa Lampanelli, he was uh, um, not casino Indians. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she said Slurpee Indians. <laughs> that's so where has she been? Uh, I haven't seen her since she married her third black husband. Oh, yeah. No, she's like, in, I don't know. She's into like Broadway stuff now. And so, all right. Anyways, um, thank you everybody for watching <laughs> this very unique episode of The Yard Sign. Uh, again, thank you, Travis, Joe, Anibal, uh, I think, if he doesn't get us kicked <laughs> off uh, every major platform tonight. Um, we're going to go ahead and close out tonight with uh, what's definitely going to be uh, one of the legacy policies of the DeSantis administration, uh, certainly one of the biggest parts, uh, one of the biggest pieces of legislation to come out of this legislature, uh, and, and possibly the most controversial, which is the anti-riot bill, uh, which stemmed from, of course, all the riots and uh, that broke out over the summer, 
um, and some that continue to break out in Portland, <clears throat> Portland, um, and and how you know we obviously you know need to put in additional measures. I mean, we talked about this bill before, right, guys? I mean, a lot of this stuff was redundant. A lot there's already laws in place, you know, to address this sort of thing. Um, you know, obviously this I think maybe just increases some of the penalties uh, for this, but I mean. Uh, do you think this really is going to prevent or, or minimize I, I, things like this from happening I think in the future? It will. I, I, my understanding, yes, it, it's always been illegal. If, if it's, it is a constitutionally protected right to be able to peaceably protest and uh, the right of the people to peaceably assemble, peaceably yeah. assemble, yeah. and right. to seek redress from your government. So no issues there. Protest yeah. all you want. Mm -hmm. Okay. The, the problem is that they were purposefully, and I understand why, they were trying to have an impact and get people's attention, and they did. Yeah. But they were purposefully blocking trade, commerce, uh, other people's freedom of movement. Travel, I mean, yeah. so sure. people's ability to travel. Destroying travel, businesses. So destroying businesses. And now you're talking yeah. about, you know, now you're talking about, um, uh, uh, what, what's, what's the term? False imprisonment or whatever? I mean, yeah. like you're, you're blocking people in, and then, of course, then there's the assault on the vehicles, and sometimes the assault on the person. So, and, well, and you had state attorneys like here in Tampa who decided not to yeah. prosecute. And reasonable people are like, okay, I'm in my car, that person's on foot, I, I don't want to hit them. You know? yeah. But at the same time, like, at, like, I'm surrounded now, am I going to be assaulted? And so I think what the, the need around that legislation, like you said earlier, the Democrats are trying to make it sound like it's an anti-First Amendment bill. No, right. it's clarifying some of the liability associated with your activity. Hey. You want to protest, protest. But when you stand in the road and you purposefully stop people from traveling and you get hit, we don't want to hear any we don't want to hear any complaining. Can you all think I mean, of any any of the strident folks on the left who have, I, I haven't been watching this issue very closely, but any of the strident folks on the left who have opposed it, because I'll tell you, I actually questioned our local state attorney on this issue in a public forum when he decided to no prosecute uh, the, some of the folks that were down at, at one of those uh, protests or what have you. Right. Uh, and, I, and I busted his chops a little bit. He, he gave a fair and, and fairly well-nuanced uh, reply. He's certainly gotten better on the stump. And um, I, don't know, I, I, uh, I don't know, I felt a little better though after he at least had the guts to you know answer my question as politically sure. as he may have done. Right. Um, maybe there's just some symbolism to this saying, hey, look, we, are, we stand with law enforcement. You know, let's go ahead. So are you and, saying and, that? Are you saying that the state attorney was 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 explaining the non-prosecutions as the result of probably not being able to gain a conviction, and so therefore, to a degree, it's like, hey, if I can't get a conviction, we're not going to just go around, you know, charging yeah. people. Well, well, he was also yeah. appealing to his base. Yeah, of obviously, let's, uh, that, yeah. that's let's yeah. let's face it. The state attorney's office in each of the each of the circuits in Florida is a a political, yeah, uh, you know, office. So. Right. I well, think I think there should be I some think, reform overall on that, but that's a whole different topic well, my, for a different my, my yard sign. My understanding yeah. is one of the biggest pieces is removing liability because keep in mind, right? Um, and maybe you know the the statutes on this or something, but like typically, um, pedestrian uh, the uh, right of way goes to pedestrians, right? Mm -hmm. When you're talking about vehicles on roadways. Mm -hmm. That you're supposed to be deferring to the pedestrian under, under ordinary circumstances. Under ordinary right. circumstances. Yeah. Vehicles are supposed to defer to the pedestrian, and, and we always learn that when you know whether it's driving school or, right. or just life. You you understand that 
just because a person might be jaywalking doesn't make it okay for you to knock them over. Right. You might have the green light, but you don't just run over people, sure. right? right? Like everybody understands that. Okay, well, what if, what if it's not one person? What if it's 10? What if it's 50? What if they're not just in front of you, but now they're around your vehicle? What is your responsibility as a, an individual operating uh, a motor vehicle I, then? I really yeah. wish yeah. I could. I, I, I that's really. What they're trying to do is say, hey, motor vehicle operator, you're not going to yeah. go to jail yeah. Good. if you have to get out of there. I really want to do over on this one. Yeah. So I wish I had been better prepared. I, you know, there is a reason you have, you have to look at whether there's a reasonable apprehension of fear. And, and I, I'm not stopping. I'm not stopping. If I, if I, if there's a reason why I, I have a two, well, I have a two-year-old. Okay. I have a two-year-old and a wife who I love, and if I we're in that vehicle, and, and, and if you know, <laughs> I mean, and a, and a full-size truck, right? And and a pretty big truck, <laughs> a four-wheel drive. So, but no, I um, I'm not going to endanger my family, yeah, and right. so I wish I had. Well, for, forgive people, me on the show prep on this one. Soho, I'll do better next time. In Soho, but, it was the pharmacist. It was a, right. an L. I don't want to say elderly. I think a, an older. You know, an oh, older she was attacked female online. Was, <laughs> right? Who just got off work at the CVS on Howard. That couldn't get home. It couldn't getting, get home, and she, she was getting, getting accosted. Assaulted. She was yeah, getting she's accosted. Getting accosted, and yeah. she's like, "What the heck, guys? Like, you know." Yeah. Well, that was the that was that and was. And then they blasted her on social media. Right. And, and CVS, if I remember correctly. I don't think CVS really came out in defense of her. Well, you know Warren showed up at that protest. You know Warren showed up at that protest, by the way. Like, he, he, he? Andrew Warren yeah. did show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, to his credit, again, he did seem like he was trying to maybe bring the level of, of, of I don't know, vitriol down a bit. But he well, obviously was talking to the folks on the far left. Will the statute place liability on the cities and towns that allow this? Because I thought there was some stuff that people were trying to file that was going to place liability yeah. on locale, localities that are saying, hey, you know, go for it. You know, basically allowing the place to become lawless, right. people were going to be able to hold them accountable for their, for their injuries or their damage. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I'm not I'm, sure. I'm not sure if the bill covers I'm going to get you with some attorney friends on the show who actually just don't have their law degree over there on the floor. Uh, <laughs> so we'll, we'll get you some, some folks who can look at this issue yeah. maybe a little but more. But I think those are the larger with. conversations that need to be had. Who is getting prosecuted if you're in a situation where you are fearful of your life. Right. What happens when you see that the protesters are getting much more brilliant? I'm glad if there's any protections in this legislation that, that came out of it that will, that will protect a citizen who is just traveling on their ordinary course of business. Well, because you saw them start to attack the vehicle in yeah. many cases. I mean, you remember Reginald yeah. Denny. I mean, he got drug yeah. out. I mean, yes. we, well, we, we need to go back and look at that. So, right. It's a reasonable I, I thought, fear. I thought that taught everybody a lesson, which is you don't get out of your vehicle <laughs> yeah. in the right. middle of a riot. You're right. not going to reason you're, you're with You're not you. smashing no. my head in with a concrete yeah, block. I'm going to gun it, you know? Yeah, and, and if, I mean, the law already supports that if someone breaches your vehicle, I mean, at that yeah. point, it's like someone breaching the. You have to assume home. that you, you they're there the, to do you, you no harm. Right yeah, harm. You have the ability to defend yourself. Well, there were even force. cases of that. There were people that were shooting at some of these protesters because they mm -hmm. were trying to get into their vehicles and pull them out, and so and they were trying to you know cry foul there over that. Kid, but there was the kid. He was an active duty sergeant, and um, I think he was doing delivering pizzas or, or doing rideshare or something in in Texas. And he was, and he had a guy who happened to be an Air Force veteran who was a lefty, had an AK-47. I, I mean, he was they have an Air Force carry? veteran. Yeah, do they have open carry? <laughs> so he approaches this dude's vehicle with an AK-47. So what does the guy do? Right. He shoots and kills him. I think yeah. he had a reasonable and, and, apprehension and, 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 of and fear. Like, you're coming at my car with a with a with you know with a, a rifle. Like, right. What do you expect me to think? Yeah. It's and dark. You have an AK. Him. Yeah, he shot and killed him. Yeah. And and, yeah. and I, I don't know where we stand on that. I think I think 
It all went away. Like again, that's it's one of those things. <laughs> no, there was where no when, prosecution. When there that was, was no Texas, narrative, man. When there was no, when there was when it doesn't fit, fit the narrative. narrative. The, the story, you're like the story just dies. You're like, remember that? Yeah. And then you're like, what happened? And right. you have to go and search because the narrative doesn't fit. Yeah. So, I mean, anyway. well, and and so it's going to be interesting to see, um, you know, because obviously. It's only a matter of time before there's another sort of outbreak like this, you know. But, you know, what we're seeing is also states and, and local municipalities not protecting themselves because we're seeing where George Floyd was killed, you know. And, and I actually had posted a story about this where in, in Minneapolis, um, that has now become an autonomous yeah, I zone. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I just saw that today. Yeah. And oh, it, was your, it was your story. Right. right. And so it's a no-go it's zone. It's another Chaz yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Right, and and it's been that way, I guess, for some time. Yeah. And and it's all as a result of not only defunding the police. George Floyd Square but, or something like that. Yeah, exactly. And they're controlling who comes and who goes. Yeah, and, they have checkpoints that control. Right. So so what's going to be interesting is, 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 is will this bill be put Parts to the test France. at some point, or is it kind of a ticking clock and it's just a matter of time? Uh, hopefully not. They All right. Destroy their neighborhood. I wouldn't. In that article you posted, yeah. one of the ladies was a business owner, and she happened to be a black woman, and she's a small business owner. Sure. And she was like, "Yeah, this is a problem." Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, it, I because call the cops, I can't get the cops to show up. My customers aren't coming. Right. Well, because I'm, so, I'm sure the local government has told them to back off and to leave them alone. I wonder how many cops have resigned from that. Just like that they department. did in D.C. Oh, there were you know? there were a huge so, amount of well, cops resigned in bigger yeah. in bigger cities. Well, didn't they default? Well, that part of that. Well, and part of this bill that we're talking about was also that it was also preventing local municipalities from yeah, defunding that's the police. Right. If you yeah. Defund them, uh, yeah. Yeah. And and again, we're already seeing Minneapolis Crazy. being one of them cities that were starting to do that and go back and actually replace that funding because they're realizing, obviously, the, the, the side effects or the unintended consequences weren't what they expected. Although anybody with, again, common sense could have told you what was going to happen. Well, this needed to happen. The governor saw that it was ramping up in that direction yeah. of where people and municipalities and cities that are left-leaning were going to start passing these laws and trying to de... I mean, there were other cities in Florida that were trying to defund the police. Right. And you have to nip that in the bud. You have to nip it in the bud immediately. You have to show that there are consequences for getting out of line and destroying public property, destroying, putting people's lives in, in danger. There's no reason for you to be standing in the middle of Howard and Swan when it's a green light and you think that nothing's going to happen to you. You, you want to cause mischief and yeah. disruptive because your position is not supported by the people. I, I assume the roadway is the roadway and I'm going to drive yeah. on it. And so I um, have always actually advocated that there be some, some definitely some legislative protections for, for Travelers, right, well, who, are, who are is a rightfully traveling down you know, our county I, I and state understand, roads. I understand the the um, strategy that some of these um, organizations are using. They're going to um, upper upper class and upper middle class neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. Okay, they're not staying in you know whatever lower class communities, bad areas, whatever you want to call it, yeah. where some of this rioting you're seeing is taking place. They were taking their protests and going into places like you know South Tampa. Right, and, Davis Island. And, yeah, Davis Island. Well, because they realized right. after but, how many decades that yeah, they that, were that destroying, wasn't working. They're, and they were destroying, destroying their, their own, own communities. Community. What's yeah. the point, right? Right. So I understood the strategy. They were like, "We're going to get your attention. We're going to go into the you know rich folks' neighborhoods." Right. And I'll, I'm just going to say this as a Republican. South Tampa, Hyde Park. There's a lot of Democrats down there. A lot of people that are you know um, 
that I don't understand why they're Democrats. Right. Um, you know, they themselves have benefited from free market principles and whatnot, sure. and they should understand individual liberty. But they, 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 they love to be these woke, you know, liberals, and they vote Democrat. And now, all of a sudden, here the protests come to your neighborhood. Right. So get some. And uh, maybe rethink your policies and, and, and start voting for Republican uh, states' attorneys, um, you know, and so on and so forth. Right, county commissioners, yeah. city councilmen. All of that. I mean, because, again, in those areas that you were talking about, uh, again, albeit that, that they're very wealthy, they typically vote very Democrat as well. Yeah. And then, you know, again, like they said, uh, you know, the, the, the pastor of the famous who said their chickens came home to roost. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's now they've got, they've hey, got, they've, they've got the. Those are your Democratic voters. That's right. That are protesting in your Democratic neighborhood. Yeah. Deal with it. Right. So. I'm perfectly okay with it. Get? I'm perfectly yeah. okay with it. You have to have this kind of abrupt back and forth. I mean, there's a reason why DC, the city of DC had to get rid of their murals for, um, for defund the police yeah. because mm -hmm. they were unwilling to allow pro-police uh, organizations to do their own murals. Yeah. Oh, and so they, they got rid of them? They had to get, they had to, they had to get rid of them? They had to spend them? almost, I think because, it was like... Yeah, and at that point it's a First, mil first Amendment issue. Yeah, it was oh, a few million dollars. said, well, we want to do one. Sure. Is that what yeah. happened? Yeah. Not like what happened here in Tampa. Yeah, people yep. say, oh, did Tampa get rid of theirs too? Well, well, I don't think they got rid of the ones they that were out it. there. But they had to allow the pro-police one that they put downtown. Oh, right. And at yeah. the end of the day, Tampa is somewhat of a hybrid when it comes to yeah. a blue city. I love that. Because, great, because <laughs> Tampa technically is going, was going to, is going to increase their police budget by $13 million. Wow. So uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hybrid. That's it definitely is not. I don't know. Man. Well, that's the big. <laughs> that's that's not the, very woke. Well, that's the big, you know, that's, you know the, the, a lot of your far progressive liberal Democrats, you know, are in a quandary, right? Because they thought that they were going to get this very progressive mayor in Jane Castor, you know, but she's one of them. She's a police she's officer. A she's she's a police chief. Yeah, of course. So she's not going to, A, defund the police, or B, keep their budgets the same. Of course she's of course going to she give was. them more money, more resources, because the sad thing those is, are... She's probably, trying, she's probably trying to be reasonable and is stuck in between a rock and a hard place, right? Because yeah. she's got unreasonable... Voters. She's but then, got, yeah, she's got a, a sure. far left wing that's not gonna. Yeah, well, and again, like away. those activists, they they hate the chief of police here in Tampa. They hate Bob Galtieri. Yeah, you know, and and honestly, I mean, I'm surprised that Chronister. Uh, I mean, I think what saved him was maybe that he was a little too relaxed on some of the that protesting activity. Um, you know, but but uh, I know for a fact a lot of those progressive uh, activists hate Chief Duggan here in Tampa. Uh, because again, he hasn't really been one to succumb, you know, and try to be politically correct about uh, what they have been up to in regards to damaging businesses and uh, and and being an obstruction to the people that live here. I, really I, I mean, him. when when the I whole like situation him. broke out at the Hillsborough County uh, Jail off of Orient, I wanted Cronus really to go in there and like break some heads. But at the end of the day, he <laughs> understands the county. He understands what the people are wanting more than we are, honestly. Yeah. And so he needs to be the sheriff for all Hillsborough residents. And even though I, I was, that was probably the most upset I was. You're talking about when they went to the jail. When they went to the jail that was the housing the protesters. And, and they, they were trying to, the they, they were demanding released. the yeah. protesters to be released. And they were yeah. trying to get into the jail. Enable, I might need your help someday. I was, I was upset. <laughs> we, might need, we might need to rely on each other. Someday. I was upset. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, on that note, uh, thank you everybody for watching The Yard Sign, the most important and relevant podcast in politics. Again, please like, share, comment, follow. Thank you to everybody who's been really active in our uh, comment section. Hector, as always. Chef Gaston, how you doing, my friend? Hey, uh, Meredith. Uh, yeah, my buddy Billy Mitchell, who uh, somebody else who we need Billy. to get on the show. Yeah. Uh, from Billy in a long time. Billy, Laura, Mrs. Stewart. He heard us talking smack about the Air Force. So, <laughs> <laughs> so thank what? you everybody for watching. Never. Don't forget the audio version thing? of our podcast. You can take it with you wherever you want to go. One more thing. Um, oh, yeah. Um, but uh, make sure you subscribe to the audio version of our podcast on our uh, tech overlords at Google, Apple, Spotify, Audible, and Amazon. Uh, you can find the audio version there uh, very, very easily regardless of your device. All right. Uh, we forgot to do this last week, and Anibal got on me, and thankfully he reminded me about it this week. And so, what's the? We'll start with Anibal since he reminded Aww, me. Man. What's the one? What's the one story you're watching uh, right now that we didn't get to tonight? So the first, the the story I'm watching is actually a economic story. It is the margin calls that were issued oh, for. Such a nerd. Oh, <laughs> it was the margin calls. Would you expect any less? That were issued. For two companies uh, on Friday, the actually the devaluation, which was Discovery, the credit card, and Zoom, um, those two stocks plummeted significantly, and there was no market to purchase new ones because they were artificially being held up because of margin calls. Basically, watch the short, the short, the, call, the short call a few years ago, and it'll replay what happened over the weekend. So I'm, I'm really watching excited. billions right now. So, I'm, uh, so oh, billions is phenomenal. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah. So somebody boosted up Zoom and and, and it's taken them down. There, so a there? Chinese investor from uh, actually purchased a large amounts of Zoom and Discovery, and then couldn't pay the margin call on Friday, so we had to Ooh. dump all of it, and that tanked both of them by like thirty percent. So people that were in it for the long haul, which lost triggered a lot of, probably triggered a lot of automatic trades. Yes, and, yeah, yeah. and then and those, but then those trades there. couldn't be covered, and so that caused a more of a ripple effect. And so we were, our banks were a lot more leveraged this time. We're not as leveraged, yeah. and we're more capitalized. So it didn't cause a trickle effect that broke the entire economy. So buy some Zoom. <laughs> don't buy Joe, Zoom. Joe, what story are you watching? I mean, I, I, I don't really want to watch it, but I guess, I guess it's going to be George Floyd's trial. Right. The, the, uh, George Floyd's trial, the, the officer's trial. I, mean, I don't think there's, I don't, I, again, kind of going back to what we were just talking about, I don't think there's any way that ends positively, one way or oh, the other. Oh, no. Doesn't matter what um, happens. No... If 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 he gets full, if he if he doesn't get a big enough charge or is or is acquitted, there's going to be riots and mayhem in the streets. And if he's convicted of the highest charge that he has, uh, there'll be celebratory mayhem and right. riots in the streets. Not like yeah. in Iraq. Either way. Like an Iraq yeah. light. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Travis? What stories have you been watching? Well, I'm going to... Oh, prop up your story. Talk about uh, the big story you're going to be talking about on the radio tomorrow. Oh, you, mean, you mean the new Florida State bird? That's right. Oh, okay. well, I, I'm not sure what new news we have. I'm still trying to talk to Marion Hammer about it. Apparently, she loves the Mockingbird. Her emails haven't been incredibly kind. Explain it mildly. So far, but I'm hoping that we can bridge that gap. And she was an aviary fan. All right, so so Travis is we trying to, to do yeah well, Travis we're talking this right now. Start the state bird. Basically. Which bird do you want, Travis? You know, I, it's, I don't have a pick. Yes, you do. The flamingo. No, I want K the flamingo. Kids, he wants a flamingo. K through twelve kids are going to get a chance to vote. This was a story I walked into. So Jack Harris on nine seventy FLA. I know. You oh, yeah, he walked through it. Great show in the mornings. I'm 
tune in all the time and I've, I have clients on there regularly. And uh, Jack wanted just to do this competition where the, we take nominations and then the kids get to vote, K-12 kids, students in Florida, get to vote on the Florida State Bird. I thought, this is a great idea, right? Sure. Yeah. Let's go ahead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my best yeah. to help yeah. you know, Jack out with this. I put up a website, New Florida State Bird, and I told Jack on my first interview, I said, we're gonna find out who loves the Mockingbird. Right. And we did. <laughs> and, and that happens to be the most powerful lobbyist in Tallahassee, uh, uh, arguably, yeah, yeah. certainly. Well, but I think maybe, an understatement. Know, nah, maybe no, she's no. been around so long that she can't distinguish print from foe because I was nominated for, excuse me, I, I earned an A-plus rating by the NRA when I ran for office. I, I, I am, you won't That's hear right. me get on this show and talk but, about how isn't we it funny to erode like, our NRA. Like what here. people get worked up about, like kind of left wing, like just right. out of the blue stuff <laughs> now, that you never knew that they would be like really absurd. I'm not at all surprised though. I've been around it. long enough to not be surprised by this, but I'll tell you, um, I think if, you know, if she fixates on this, it could make her look a little small. We need to be focused on those bigger issues, right, that impact her. Our so are the nominees for the new state bird that you're talking about, will they, the, that bird will have to be a native bird of Florida. Right, right? now, it's just a grassroots like, movement. The flamingo would make sense, but like that's not a Florida bird. Yeah, yeah but, but the American really eagle like, is. Hey, hey yo. No, but it's the it's the flashiest bird. There are lots of great options to be a Florida State bird. What's the little that, one that we were talking about on the beach? Besides the mockingbird that keeps dive bombing me when I go to my trash can. No, I don't want to see. I call I call it the the landfill bird. You know, it's like I don't want the the bird at the beach who poops on me to be in this They're like terrorists. Yeah, they just no. There's there's okay. So that's the preferred pick of many on the left. Now that was some sort of political play, and I think that's really what got in Marion's crawl. That they wanted to carve out habitat. They were looking for some kind of special protections for the bird. This isn't a political thing. We just want a great big science and civics and biology project for the kids of the state of Florida to get a chance to pick a bird that's, if not endemic to the exclusively only to Florida, like the scrub jay, yeah. a bird that's maybe more reflective of its character that we, we picture, whether it be that be a, a version of the pelican or seagull or, um, you know, Flamingo. The, the, the roseate I was out golfing with da, Aaron da, Jacobs da, da, da. from 970 FLA this weekend. Plug. We saw ospreys, hawks, roseate spoonbills, which I... I like the sandhill cranes. We see them a lot in we East County. We saw one fly up yeah. into yeah, the tree on our second hole, literally a sandhill crane flew up into the pine tree, which I've actually never seen. Oh, I've they're seen amazing. Them. I've seen them walking around I mean, the yard in my mom's house. Collect, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, cool they're really cool. I actually voted for... So I, we'll I be pushing for monogamy. Look at you finding the conservative angle. <laughs> 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 for life. I voted for well, the Whereas most frame. birds are just out there, you know, doing their... <laughs> Philandering, you know, like Fort Lauderdale and Miami-Dade County. They walk around your little cookie-cutter neighborhood together. They're not afraid of you. They're very suburban. They're not afraid of you During the Depression, in Florida, they were also a food source, but you know, wow, I don't, I don't want to get too concerned. Bringing it down now, but, we're gonna uh, have all the bird lovers. Bird. I, love them. I actually voted for that one, but I don't have a, I don't have a dog in, the in this room. hunt, whatever <laughs> you know. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta to, to turn a phrase there. So, uh, newfloridastatebird.com, and we're gonna push this out. iHeartRadio is involved in it, and they have a lot of radio stations in Florida. I hope they'll support it and continue to support it, and who knows, maybe, I think Evan Donovan's supposed to have a story coming out here soon. He he actually came on the air, did sort of a reverse interview of Jack Harris on the air on radio, and he's Got gonna it. use portions of that in his TV story, so that'll be our first TV story. The, the Tampa Bay Times has called me about it, and so okay. we're talking to him, but uh, I think maybe they wanna see a fight between me as a conservative and Marion, 
And if she keeps sending me ugly emails, she's probably going to get her, you know, they're going to get their wish on that. Uh, I've been very kind. What's her deal with the Mockingbird? Overly kind. She wrote a bunch of talking points like Joe apparently is on <laughs> over here. It's, it defends its nest. And she talked about how the scrub jay eats its own eggs and all this. I don't, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a call bird person. What's a... A Democrat? Avian, I don't know. Avian specialist? Something like that. I mean, I, I know a snake a person is like a herpetologist. So, so I don't know to, what a she's herpetologist is. She's trying to find a bird that if it was a human, it would be like a gun enthusiast. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't understand. That's <laughs> how you went over the population. I'm pretty sure all birds coming, are like anti-gun. Coming, right, exactly. Coming from the person who's advocated for anti shotguns. I don't know. I've never waffled on her Second Amendment rights. I won't. I told her in an email. I won't. It's not going to change. How but, does she even care about right? it? Birds are anti-shotgun, so why would Marion Hammer be interested in that? Yeah. I'm going to come back at her, though, if she doesn't loosen up a little bit. Allegedly. This. Allegedly. Yeah. yeah. So this is, it's, it's funny, though. I told someone, I was like, you watch someone. This, I, I knew I was going to walk into a buzzsaw, and I did it anyway. You live in, I, I'm getting older now, and I still just haven't learned my lesson, I guess. I and with that. Yeah. All right. Well, and you know, and it, it literally just like slipped my mind. There's a, a piece of legislation that also came out uh, this past week um, from Tallahassee that was, you know, kind of a big win. And I'm and right now I'm having trouble uh, remembering it. So I think we're we're gonna have to brain. leave that. I'm I know. You brain I know. We're gonna have to probably just wait for next time. But uh, again, thank you to everybody for watching the Yard Sign, <laughs> the most important relevant podcast in politics. Uh, again, don't forget to. Subscribe to the audio version of our podcast at Google, Apple, Spotify, uh, Audible, and Amazon. Uh, on behalf of Travis Horn, Joe Wicker, and Abel Cabrera, Johnny Torres, thank you so much for watching. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bah, bah, bah.